0: Hi folks, this is Matthew Holly of the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. And let me tell you something, you got all those high-end equipment for a lot of money, but you got no idea how to use them. But what if I told you there's an easy way to create your own podcast, absolutely free with no wires attached? The answer is Anchor from Spotify. Of course, Anchor is the easiest way and the best way to make a podcast without all the assholes. If you haven't heard about Anchor... Let me tell you something. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's intuitive episode builder, you can visualize, edit, and arrange your segments without an instruction manual. Record remotely with up to four people no matter where they are in the world. And with Anchor's built-in audio library, you can also add background tracks, transitions, and sound effects to your show. Also new in there is the music and talk talk bit for Anchor and Spotify. You can insert your music from Spotify and you can create your own music radio show. Or whatever you want to create with music involved. That's all that podcasting stuff. It will be exclusive to Spotify only. That's, That's really cool. And if you're looking to distribute your podcast... Let Anchor do that for you so it can be earned on most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. All with a single tap or click. You're looking to make money from your podcast? You can. No minimum listenership required. With Anchor sponsorships, you can earn money every time people listen, no matter the size of the audience. You can also collect monthly donations from your fans right from your Anchor profile. And did I mention Anchor is 100% free? With no strings attached, no monthly fees, no trial period, no subscription necessary. This is why the Home Tour Sports Podcast is always here on Anchor, and many more, and many other podcasts are on the way here on this platform. And looking for and if you want to get Anchor, download the free Anchor app on the Google Play Store or App Store. Go to Anchor.fm to get started Enter your journey into podcasting. This is why Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And now, on with our feature presentation. Hey everybody, this is Matthew Holly, and welcome to the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. Broadcasting to you live from the heart of Long Island. From our studios right here on the heart of Long Island, this is the Home Tour Sports Podcast. Welcome to special Sunday, January 29th, 2023 edition. It's right before kickoff. And, we're, and of course, we're ready to... Break down the preview of the AFC and NFC championship games in a matter of moments. Of course, this is the Home Turf Sports Podcast. We're here on the Home Turf Video Network. Right here, powered by Long Island Tops. If it ain't us, it ain't lit. Yet I'm, I'm Matthew Wally, I'm your host. And this, and of course, I guess we're still reeling from the video that was exposed on Friday we talked about this I talked about this on Twitter spaces the other day about the Tyree Nichols video and how there was a lack of trust between the black between the black community and the police officer and police and and it's just just so hard to view it I'm not I said I'm not gonna air it I'm not gonna air it not going to put it out there right here on home this spot I mean on this platform it's just sickening and downright and downright cowardly for top 5 people thinking it's okay to beat the living shit out of another human being Of course, I said above, of course, there was, like, this video. We all saw the video. It's downright this, downright painful and disgusting, as I admit it. Yeah, it's, like, it's everything, I feel like it's, like, the blue screen of death. Instead, I want, and while many people chimed in in form uh, in the forms of Twitter or social media, like from in the world of politics, entertainment, even everyday people were embarrassed and were downright shocked and disgusted. One insignificant human being decided the target um, should be on. Someone who's bigger and biggest name in sports, that's um, of course typical roach, typical roach of black and white sports comedy at, and it's comedy act of oh my god, ladies and gentlemen. Here's, here's vomitosis disguised as a sports talker. I delete if you got li if you got liquor. Feel free to drink up, because this is going to get ugly. I'm back. Root for Black and White Sports. Well,
1: by now, you have likely seen the repugnant and heinous footage out of Memphis involving Tyree Nichols and his uh, demise. It is. It was one of the worst things we've ever seen. We watched it last night. Over on the live stream on Black and White Network, it was awful. And I'm sure many of you were uh, wondering exactly what LeBron James was going to say. Because he has come out. And he has made a comment around this whole thing. You know, at some point you hope LeBron would choose to apply whatever amount of brain cells he might possibly have. And put out something that's accurate and responsible. But he didn't.
0: Oof. May I introduce the idiocracy of it? Dude, but I said, yeah. On Twitter he said, we are we are our own worst enemy. Yeah, we are our own worst enemy because we act like a bunch of idiots and... And they crap our pants when something ha when something like this happens. Our own we are our own worst enemy. You could tell you could tell you could tell that just you can tell that just by looking at me. Our we are our worst enemy. And yet, Bozo decides to make it about LeBron James' comment that really sticks out.
1: And he decided to go out there and uh, further promote a lie. Um, This this situation with Tyree uh, Tyree Nichols absolutely was not an issue of race. It absolutely was not. And to say it was, which many of the left-stream media pundits are doing today, is just factually inaccurate and irresponsible. So, of course, LeBron James is going to co-sign that right away, right? Let's get to this. This is kid. LeBron James reacts to release of graphic Tyree Nichols' police encounter video The body cam footage of Tyree Nichols' police encounter was released Friday night. The footage is graphic and disturbing and shows Nichols being beaten by the police officers after a traffic stop. Nichols died from his injuries after spending several days in the hospital, prompting widespread outrage. And, by the way, that video is all over the place. We're not going to show it. After the release, LeBron James reacted with several tweets about Nichols' in the incident. Now, somebody named Brittany Packnick Cunningham made the following statement. What's really clear about the, some of the reaction to the murder of Tyree Nichols is that we failed to understand race and its construction as a uh, systematic tool. The entire system of policing sees the black body as a problem, no matter who pulls the trigger. LeBron, of course, irresponsibly retweets this and says too factual when that oh. is absolutely not based in fact whatsoever.
0: And he, and then again, debunked by Tim Wise on Twitter. Wise went on and says, says, Anyone who says the killing of Tyron Nichols can't be about racism because the cops were also black, really doesn't understand how white supremacy or anti-blackness work. So, mm, kudos to Tim Wise for, um, for not doubling down on the bullshit. And of course, and of course he went on. Whether was at a few points, white su- one, white supremacy, in- slash anti-blackness, are taught to all within the culture, th- directly and indirectly, always have been. Such as such such. Even black folks can, in certain cases, act to uphold systems of domination and subordination, aimed disproportionately to at other black people. No, two no. Black cops do not give these kinds of vicious beatings to white people, no matter how these white fo- those white folks behave when encountered by those blacks black officers. And number two he said historic, and they said straight historically, there are always black folks who upheld systems of control focused on black people. Anti blackness doesn't have to be meted out only by whites. Racism in this country is about who the principal targets are, not necessarily the per- the, per- the perpetrators. That's what he said. Uh, oh, man. Completely debunked... Tim Wise, credit Tim Wise with the assist on the uh, debunking of said bullshit because... I don't know what's going on in Rhodes-Rant's head other than um, there are plenty of snakes in there.
1: And it's just an irresponsible statement for Brittany Packnant Cunningham to have made and LeBron James to have co-signed. This had nothing to do with race. These officers were, in fact, black. Now, CNN and Van Jones went out there to say, yeah, the officers are black, but it was still... I don't know what he said, clutched and, and wrapped around racism or something of that nature. No, this was just the failure of policing in the follow procedures in about the worst fashion you would see. But in no way, shape, form, or fashion do I believe this guy was beaten to death because he was black. Not a chance. And I, I think it's so irresponsible to go out there and start that narrative. It, but but it's lazy and of course they did. He continued in a second tweet an hour later saying, "We are our own worst enemy." Who's we? All right, all right, is LeBron feathering the case for this being about race? Is that what he's saying? LeBron James react reaction to Nichols video. Virtually everyone is in agreement that the police conduct in Nichols video was unacceptable. Absolutely. Memphis police chose to release the video late Friday evening with sports teams and cities bracing for potential reactions to the video release. Outkick founder Clay Travis described the footage as awful, and it felt very personal. It absolutely did. I I mean, it felt like this entire situation was personal. I would love to understand and know what happened prior to everything we saw. I mean, it it seemed like there was something personal going on between these officers and Tyree Nichols. I don't know what that would have been. I don't know if there was a previous encounter that we don't know about between the officers and him. But those officers were hyped up from the get-go. As soon as they came in contact with him, it was full steam. And they were furious right off the bat and we just don't know why, but the one thing I can confidently say is they weren't furious because he was black. They just weren't. God, that's so irresponsible to be carrying on that statement at this point. As in every, every profession, there's gonna be some bad ones. Airline pilots, whatever, firefighters, you name it, in the most honorable of all professions there will be bad apples, plain and simple. The five police officers involved are in fact facing murder charges. It was inexcusable, unnecessary over use of force, but the tweet LeBron described as quote too factual was essentially saying black officers acted out of racism against a black victim. Their motivations for overreacting are unclear and probably will never be clear, but it's unfair to blame policing for the actions of a few individuals, no matter how distasteful and unacceptable they may might have been. The local police chief, for example, called their actions quote heinous, reckless, and inhumane. Nichols' death was a devastating tragedy, full stop. But putting the blame on systems instead of the individuals simply isn't accurate. I agree. I agree. I I believe they um I I can't I can't even go out there and say this is a training issue although uh somebody did bring up the fact that the fact that they're not able to put a knee on somebody anymore or grab them around the neck and they were trying to use all their little goodies and things their tasers and their all this other stuff last night. Um you know, they had some guys on Fox, some police officers and they was like this this from a training standpoint this was a failure all the way around because police are not trained to act that way again what was the motivation here all right it certainly wasn't skin color i can tell you that much and it should surprise none of us that that lebron james would go out there and start carrying on the it's about being black narrative again the officers are black you idiot
0: and he could say to the call, "I'm an idiot," based on react and a reaction. Yeah, quite the uh, quite the obvious, quite the obvious, because this is the because I because I can't even imagine defending. This shit, and and for someone to crucify a man for for his reaction on it is just downright despicable. I guess the I guess the phrase I guess the phrase I guess get the, he gets the what happened the award the award, award for Jackass. That's right. Rose Reyes gets Jackass of the Week award just for that. Just for that statement. But then he's not the only one with the with the with the set award. The Blazers resident fat fuck Jason Whitlock got completely crucified. Got completely crucified. Uh, no matter where you turn, no matter where he turns, it's because oh, because he decided to be a dumb. Because Jason Willock decided to be a dumb fuck. Observed from his appearance on Fox, on his on the Fox News program, the, the the fucker Tucker Carlson show.
2: Uh, everyone's uh, behaving inappropriately, including these five. Memphis police officers. This is a, it's an open and shut case. The, the the camera from above captures the police uh, doing something totally illegal. The second-degree murder charges are warranted. This is going to be a revisitation of the Walter Scott, the, the guy that got shot on camera by a cop in the back. The guy went to, he got convicted, went to prison. It's open and shut case. This is, too. I don't get what people are protesting about. Uh, these Look, are five black I'll officers. Me the victim is black, the police chief is black, the police have been fired and charged, and they will be convicted, I would assume, by a predominantly black jury in a city that's 65% black. So the system is going to work here. What the other system that's working is the corporate media's uh, insistence on promoting racial division at the behest, in my view, of the military industrial complex They want us all looking at this and not looking at what they're doing in Ukraine as they drag America and the world into World War III. This is a distraction, in my opinion. CNN hyped this video like they were hyping the Super Bowl. And there's really only 60 seconds of relevant content. You show the police misconduct from overhead as they brutalize this man, and make it clear this is an open-and-shut case, and the guys are going to be convicted, and we move on. They treated this like a Super Bowl, enraging people, promoting the violence, and this is the most important story in the history of the planet. It's not. What's going on in Ukraine and our military involvement in Ukraine, that's the most important story going on in the world, but yes, they don't right. want you focused on that. That is such a good point, and you th- I mean, you've been in the news business
0: all your life, you know, 35 years or something. I feel guilty putting that, video on the screen. Not because I was on anyone's side. I felt I felt obviously bad about it. It was horrible. But because you don't want to put ugly things on TV and inflame passions. You want people to be reasonable and think things through and reach wise decisions. Why would news organizations... I mean, they really want to make people
2: enraged. Clearly. They don't want us focused on reality. Hey, if they want us devote an hour of coverage to this and weekend coverage of this, and they want to take us to a good place... I would examine the racial element of this, because there is a racial element. And this is a story about young black men and their inability to treat each other in a humane way. Everybody involved in this on the street level was either 24 to 32 years old. Everybody. It was a group of young black men, five on one. It looked like gang violence to me. It, it looked like what young black men do when they're supervised by a single black woman. And that's what they got going on in the Memphis Police Department. They've elected some uh, or put some black woman in charge of the police force and we're getting the same kind of chaos and disunity and violence that we see in a lot of these cities that are run by single mothers. If we want to discuss the breakdown of family that leads to disrespect for authority, that causes you to resist the police and run from the police and not comply with the police, because you resist authority at all times, because there was no male authority in your home, let's have that discussion. But that's not where they want to take us. They want to take us down the path of saying, you know what, this is Tucker Carlson's fault. This is some random white... This is Donald Trump's fault. It's not. It's the breakdown of family and the buying in to all these left-wing things that have nothing to do with promoting family.
0: Right now... Right now, I am very speechless. Even the, even the fucker decided to double down. He said, Full context of what I said on Dr. Carlson Memphis police clearly was as criminal and will be convicted. Media intentionally hyping to distract from government action in Ukraine. All the reflection of pathologies produced by the matriarchal culture that plagues black communities. Man. He got he doubled down on he he doubled down on the bullshit more often than not and was dragged for and became, and was dragged and was dragged for it and was well dragged for it. Jeff Perlman Jeff Perlman went on Twitter and said Jason Whitlock has gone full minstrel shell, and he's also added I'm honestly fascinated. What happened to, what happened to Whitlock? being serious. Did he have an accident? Did he get abducted abducted by a cult? Like, what happened? Chase, can you explain? Please. And of course, Whitlock was, of course, Whitlock was uh, of course, Whitlock was also dragged in the form of in the form of idiocracy. And Whitlock was trying to um, It was like Keith Olman went on Twitter saying, of course, when it came right down to it, it says K-Dab News on Twitter, said, Fox guest credits Tyree Nichols' death to young black men and their inability to treat each other in in a humane way. Then compares to the Memphis Police Chief to a single mother, blames her for the chaos, disunity, violence that we see a lot in cities run by single mothers. To which Keith um, Wolverman said his is Jason Whitlock and he'll throw anybody under the bus just as long as you let him stay on television. And it was, it's reprehensible. Yeah, of course. And there's, and it's not just um, Overman or and or Perlman that dragged drag Whitlock into the street, but why does it Tori Smith w Tory Smith wouldn't let him have it and Roland Martin let him let him have it too. a lot of, pe- a, lot of pe- a lot of people became, he became a pathetic buffoon and yet he became an idiot on he became the idiot on national television. Even Gretchen Carlson was involved but was a ball called it all the fucking crazy. Whitlaw Whitlock became a <laughs> he became that became that, he became that fucking he became that fucking idiot when he became he's a garbage a lot of people including S. C. Cup crucified knocked him off his pedestal for that and yeah, knocked him off his pedestal for that. For a guy that used to talk about sports, and plenty of it, and plenty of it, plenty of people decided to crucify what this man off of battle. Knock this man off his, off his soapbox. And he became a, and he became a complete idiotic buffoon. Not, not only does Rosemary get the Jackass of the Week award.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, Jason Whitlock gets this as well. Because yeah. After all, he does suck. And he and he was exposed on national television And because he was being a coon with his bucket of chicken. More Home Turf Sports when we come back. Feel free to check us out on Twitter at Home Turf Radio. Instagram, Home Turf Radio, Facebook, Home Turf Radio, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor, which does not include the following words. You suck, you jackass. Told ya. We'll be right back. I know your shirts. Are bland. Your hats are bland. Your business is start, it's start. Businesses are businesses are plain, bland. So, why not give it a facelift with L.I. Tops? L.I. Tops is the is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom hats, and of course, putting up vi, putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for you, for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tops is home to some of them, it was some of the best guys in the business to so work we'll to get this. Get make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance. Out, Li chops. Oh, if it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L-I-T-O-P-E Ops. Well, of course, the first game that comes to mind is this for is the three o'clock and, and game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. This will decide the winner of the NFC and they move on to Super Bowl fifty seven representing that representing the representing the NFC. And of course it's gotta be well according to the Associated Press the late game meltdown stick in San Francisco. Yep, no kidding. Take the Super Bowl against Kansas City following the 2019 season. The 49ers became the third team in Super Bowl history to cough up a 10-point lead in the second half and lost to the Chiefs. Where last season's NFC title game went a 17-7 lead Unraveled because of a dropped interception, a conservative fourth down call, and an interception on the final drive. Winner? Los Angeles Rams. Another blown opportunity at a championship game. That's hard to forget. Man, it, it, it really is. As you go back to last year, we were, we were a couple of plays away from making it to the Super Bowl again. What well, what's it really going to take for us to get there? We have to minimize the mistakes and everybody has to be under assignments. This is from their wide receiver, Debo Samuel. Near perfection. That's a pretty heady task for any team. Much less headed into Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where the cold, a, an MVP finalist, and the top-seeded team in the NFC away oh, is going to get crazy loud. Or is it crazy and loud at Lincoln Financial Field? Man, Philly fans are the loudest fans in the world. I will go on, that. I will go on record and say that. The Niners say they're ready. They have won 12 straight games, including seven in a row since rookie Brock Purdy. A seventh-round draft pick took over a quarterback after Jimmy Garoppolo was injured. The second-seeded 49ers have been on the brink of adding a sixth Super Bowl for years. And their appearance Sunday in the NFC Championship game is their third in four seasons. The Eagles may not have been a preseason favorite to get here, But, a series of bold moves, which includes, notably the acquisitions of wide receiver A.J. Brown, linebacker Hassan Reddick, quarterback James Bradbury, and safety C.J. Gardner-Johnson, have turned them into a team with a Super Bowl or bust outlook. Want near perfection? Well, the Eagles know something about that. And Pro Bowl QB Jalen Hurts starts with a 14 one record in the the regular season and last week's playoff victory against the New York Giants. Oh, man, don't bring me back to that one. Hurts is playing through the lingering effects of a sprained right shoulder that cost him two games. He is putting it over time ahead of his biggest test of the season against the number one defense in the 49ers. Head coach Nick Sirianni of the Eagles said it's in his DNA to be here at all times working on his craft whether whether that's in the weight room whether that's in the training room whether that's in the film room this guy is obsessed with getting better. Hertz had some doubters that he was the real deal franchise QB Headed into training camp, he wiped out any concerns. Pretty much after the opening week win against Detroit and kept piling up big numbers and wins to the point where he was an NFL MVP finalist. All that's keeping Hurts from a Super Bowl, the Eagles' second in six seasons is the last pick in the draft. Maybe it's more than just Purdy's play. He has a meteoric rise this season from Mr. Irrelevant to undefeated rookie QB in the NFC title game that held the 49ers. He has no memory of the Super Bowl collapse. He played no role in the debacle against the Rams. P- pretty just knows how to win. 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan said about him, He has a natural ability to play the position and that's why he's fun to coach because when he does make mistakes and do things, he can see it. He can know why, and we can see it, and we can all understand it. He gives them a chance. One reason the ice makers list the 49ers is just two two and a half point underdogs, according to FanDuel Sportsbook. Man, in a city of underdogs, the Niners are the biggest of them all. Well, for one thing, Purdy hasn't had much experience playing in a hostile environment during his brief NFL career with only two road starts. The first one at notoriously loud Seattle. Should have provided a good test for what Purdy will face Sunday in Philly. Purdy got the experience that week using the silent count. Which Shanahan told him at the time would be beneficial in the future. He did say it was good preparation for what we might have to play in the terms of the playoffs, going on the road games, on the road for road games, and obviously Philadelphia. He already said in these kind of games, it's all about communication, how you operate smoothly. Get in and out of the huddle, get the playoff the right way. Make sure everyone is on the same page. So that's definitely a big emphasis this week. Totally go through and of course, the 49ers' aggressive defense has it had many chances against mobile quarterbacks this season, with only six teams facing fewer run attempts by QBs than the 50 against San Francisco. That figures to change against Hurts and the Eagles, who use design quarterback runs and scrambles as a big part of their offense. Hurts rushed for 760 yards and 13 touchdowns this season. Fred, all pro linebackers. Fred Warner said, "Anytime you're facing a quarterback that has the type of ability, you just got to be on your assignments for a full 60 minutes, which is way easier said than done. There are times in a game when you might be a part of a long drive. Guys get tired, and all of a sudden, the first thing that goes in is goes is your mind." And you forget when you might need to fit in a certain play. It's all about being detailed and everybody swarming to the ball. If and when he does run, so slowing hurts. Slowing down Jalen Hurts has got to be in the game plan for the Niners on st- or later today. And of course. Write down write it down. The Niners have had great success and in the first half to the high note since Purdy took over. In the eight games he stepped since he stepped in. San Francisco had scored four touchdowns and two field goals for a league best thirty-four points in the final two minutes of the first half. The Eagles have allowed only three points in the final two minutes of the first half in the last eight games. No wonder they're the um Two and a half point underdogs. The Eagles are the are right the top top seed in the a- NFC. They want and they want to win, and Philly wants to win and win bad. It just goes to show you that Phil that yeah, maybe Philly may want to win. Will the 49ers pull this one out? I have no idea. But that's to be seen. The 49ers will try to, yeah. Try to stuff this Eagles team out there and go back to the Super Bowl for the first time since 2019. All, all all, all hosts are bloody. They have to torch. If the Eagles torch the number one D, they're really... They're really going to have a lot of fun. It's only a matter of time. We get to see a Philadelphia team win. If they don't, it's a loss. We'll cover the AFC title game when we cut back. You're listening to the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. So Stay right where you are. We'll be right back after this. know I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town, something that associates with the area or something like that. Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the of Mac t-shirts, Long Island Toss t-shirts, Island Tribe t-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can find. It's the best shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on uh, down on Route 110 and 10 at next to the next to the Amityville Amoryville train station. That's the, that's minutes from the Amityville train station. I mean, and don't forget to check them out check them out today. Long Island, you got Rucker, Harlem has Rucker, Lincoln Queens got Lincoln, but Long Island has the Mac. Well. It looks like it's another installment of the Bengals and the Chiefs, this time in the AFC Championship game for the second time this second time. Man, doesn't it feel like deja vu all over again? DP also reports the Kansas City Chiefs have lost three straight games to the Cincinnati Bengals, including last year's AFC title game when they blew an early 21-3 lead in an overtime defeat before CF sun fans inside Arrowhead Stadium. Patrick Mahomes, who expects to lead the Chiefs against the Bengals on a and right ankle in Sunday night's rematch, is likewise, likewise winless against Bengals counterpart Joe Burrow, the only quarterback to have beaten him three straight times. Oh boy. In other words... There's a reason the AFC North champions are imbued with a certain degree of confidence as they return to Kansas City, where the burgeoning rivals will once again determine who represents the AFC in the Super Bowl. Because Cincinnati head coach Zach Taylor, Taylor, even he was even keeled, who, who has somehow outskinned, outcoached, and gotten his team to out-execute Andy Reid and his Chiefs over the past 13 months. Explained, Your preparation leads to confidence. That's just what you seek from Joe and all of our players. So when they walk on the field on Sunday, they relax. In the fact, the Bengals are so confident that some have taking to calling the Chiefs own Burrow-Ed Stadium. Which, as you, as you can imagine, doesn't sit well with the AFC West Champs. I'm sure a lot, of guy, a lot of guys are aware of the comments they're making. The Bengals have always been the rah-rah team and they back it up. And they're doing as he's doing so again in the postseason. This is from Chiefs wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. Yet, it's not as if the Bengals, who walked past the Buffalo Bills in the divisional round, have dominated the Chiefs, who took care of the Jacksonville Jaguars despite losing Mahomes for most of a quarter following his injury. All three of their meetings have been decided by just three points each. Now, of course, Joe, Joe Burrow went on to say, we know what team we're playing, a team that has been to this game for the last five seasons, and they've all been in that stadium. So to me, they're still the team to beat and we're coming for them. But we know it's going to be tough. We know it's going to be a hard fought And we know the kind of players they have on their side that side Of course, their matchup in last year's title game was a classic. Mahomes drew three first-half touchdown passes. Then Burrow led a dramatic comeback for Cincinnati. When the, and when the Chiefs' Arison Butker kicked a 41 field goal with no time left to send the game into overtime... The Bengals quickly picked off Mahomes to set up Evan McPherson's winning pick. Head coach Andy Reid was trying to guard KC back to the Super Bowl for the third time in four seasons said, you know what, listen, they they probably should be confident they won three games. That's okay, we're still going to play the game. And besides, the Chiefs have a quiet confidence about them too. Andy and Big Red said, I know what, I, I would say they know us, we know them, and we're all searching for that little extra that you could throw at them. We played each other enough that I'm sure both sides feel the same way. And yeah, I guess Andy Reid does have that going for him. But, looks like the Chiefs All-Pro quarterback practice as usual this week. And Mahomes' ailing right ankle did not appear more heavily taped than the left. His ability to scramble is a big part of his game, though. Particularly when it comes to finding time to make off-schedule throws. And any hesitation could be costly for, for Kansas City's offense. And of course, Pat said it's all about being a competitor. You want to be out there, especially in these games. And then there's that recharge money game. Yep. The Bengals often struggle to run the ball this season, but Joe Mixon dominated the Bills last week. Despite an offensive line forced to use a trio of backups because of injuries, he finished with a 105 105 yards rushing on a touchdown. Mixon said that's not something I'm surprised about. At the same time, it's a great thing to be able to contribute in a major way with my teammates in a crucial moment. So as the moments get bigger, I've just got to keep elevating my game. And speaking of running, whatever the limitations on Mahomes because of his ankle, the Chiefs will almost certainly try to help him out by getting their run game going. Isaiah Pacheco had 95 yards on just 12 carries last week, and the bulk of that came from, during a 12 play, 98-yard drive when Mahomes was getting examined and backup Chad Annie was in the game. Of course... A big part of Burrow's success is getting the ball out quickly before pass rushers can find a lane and defenders can process what's happening. His release time averaged about two and a half seconds last week, and the Bills sacked him just once. Chief Safety Justin Reed said, "We can't let him sit back in the pocket and get in into him throws because when he's the, that's when he's the most dangerous." You're not going to win games if you don't get sacks and turnovers, especially with a team like this. Totally agree with that one there. The Bengals have one of the bleak's best group of wide receivers. Headlined by Jamar Shays, who set the franchise single game record with receiving y- yards receiving in a regular season win against Kansas City, over Kansas City last season. They'll be facing one of the youngest defensive backfields which often has three rookie corners and a rookie safety on the field at once. Steve Spagnuolo, no, when I say, hopefully we've grown enough that we can match what they put out there. This is an elite group we're going against. We have to have we have to have an elite game. We have to play our best game of the year. Totally agree with that theory. Bank here right then and there. The Chiefs are one and a half, one point, one and a half point. Underdogs, but there's plenty of injuries. Um, Jordan Dejani, CBS Sports dot com writes, "Well, there's like, of course, there's gonna be injuries right there for the. Mahomes will be, will be out, back on the field. Travis Kelsey will be." <laughs> His back injury, Justin Watt. Of course, there's going to be a lot of it, a few injuries. Travis Kelsey, back injury. Justin Watson, why was the illness? McCall Harvest, Pelvetry, all questionable. But let's see how they play out. The Bengals, meanwhile, the Bengals, two, ty- two offensive linemen are out as what well, are out. Alex Kappa, Jonah Williams—they're out. They're gonna really. It's gonna be really on some guys. The offensive line is hurting, and if this is the case, maybe the defense should play to the strengths and outwork the outwork the outwork the the Kansas City offense. People are people are picking um, the Bengals to win, win. But even but even I even I make the choices that can really really describe to be idiotic. That's why I don't make. That's why I don't want to make projections. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, this is like... um, I mean, this is where I can't say... Oh, my God. And this is where I don't want to cross that river. They can make whatever they... They make what they say. They can say what they feel. Most people... With the exception of one... uh, With the exception of one writer on CBS... Pick the Bengals to win. I am not gonna. I am not gonna say that. They can say, well, maybe we can figure out what they're gonna go. Let's wrap this up when we come back. You listen to the Home Turf Sports Podcast on the Home Turf Radio Network. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Home Turf Radio. And we'll be right back right after this. you can listen to home turf sports on your own google podcast check us out every weekday on our check out the link in our description to check out our new comb for home just in case you don't even have spotify nor anchor the home turf sports podcast every day on anchor spotify and now google podcast don't forget to check us out today While this might be a good version of Volunteer sports, we put up with plenty of garbage from idiots and buffoons. But in the meantime, same time we're all here. We're, I'm still here calling these clowns out. In the meantime, and in the between times, stay safe, stay well, be a good human being. Don't be roach, don't be like a Jason Whitlock and get exposed on national television. In the meantime, so long everybody. And see ya on Monday, and we'll see ya on Monday.